Hello and welcome to Inside Creativity, a podcast to guide you through the beautiful yet challenging process of making the creative projects you dream of. We'll go behind the scenes to explore building creative lives that are good on the inside and creating in a way that is effective, sustainable and joyful. I'm your host, Elin Love, a creative coach and writer. I live in Sweden, drink lots of tea and I am so glad to dive deep into creativity with you. Hello there you creative, hope you're well. It is a sunny, sunny autumn day here today. The sun is shining in through the window. I've even had to draw the curtain over the sun because it is so bright today. And I'm here in my armchair, ready to talk to you again about dream projects. The last couple of weeks we have talked about dream projects, what they are. We have talked about the idea stage. We have talked about moving into creating and process. And today I want to dive deeper into one of the things that are the most challenging about dream projects, actually daring to make them. So here's where we get into the mindset stuff, where you get into what is so scary about dream projects and the things that can really well, they can really put a blocker in our projects and we can have the best plans, we can have the best routines, we can have the best idea. But if we don't dare to move forward with the idea, then we're not going to get very far with our dream project. So it's a very important thing and something that I work with my coaching clients on a lot. Uh, and so I thought we would dive into it here today. So to begin this, why, why are these dream projects so scary? We have broached it a little bit in the earlier episodes, but I want to dive into it more. Why are these kind of projects so scary? And what are the most common fears that I see when I work with creatives on their dream projects? Well, first of all, dream projects often involve doing something that is new to you uh, maybe it's the first of a type of project type of craft like your first attempt at writing a book or your first attempt at making a collection of art or you're opening an art shop or you're starting a youtube channel or something like that it's something new and everything that is new is scary um and why is it scary? Well, something new represents something unknown and are, um, well, uh, not always so modern brains. Uh, they very much dislike the unknown. They very much dislike new things because that means uncertainty and uncertainty. Well, it in the past especially meant risk and risk meant that you could die from it like okay maybe you shouldn't eat that type of fruit you never eaten before but because maybe it's poisonous or maybe you shouldn't go down that path down the mountain because what if you fall and nobody will be there, will be there to to save you so risk uh, new things has historically in our when our brains developed meant a lot of danger uh, and so these things that are quite harmless uh, things like attempting to do something creative they feel quite they feel quite dangerous to us because they they are the, the 
there is this unknown and there's this um yeah aspect of we don't know what's going to happen we don't know how much we can handle in what way we can handle it and so it feels more dangerous than it really is so that is one reason for dream projects being so scary um and the the very related thing is that dream projects can often involve some kind of change as well so this might be a change in your creative creativity in your creative life in that maybe you are uh, going in a new direction maybe you're trying out a different style or maybe you are moving away from something that you have been doing to to start doing something else maybe you're shifting your creative identity but it can also be a change in your life as well. Uh, maybe you're pursuing something uh, that maybe you're working a little bit less to pursue a creative project or maybe you're just changing how you spend your time or maybe starting to do this creative project is you uh, actually voting for yourself and, and going towards the thing that will transform you uh, and how you live your life and go towards a more creative life and that is a change in itself and just like with the new things that it to our brains represent unknown represents risk and it's something you have never tried before and maybe it won't work, work out as you want it to and if it doesn't work out the way you want it to that means that it will work out in a way that is bad and and that there will be all of this these negative things that will happen. That's what, what we sort of build up in our minds. Not necessarily what actually happens, but the way we imagine that they could happen. And something else that we have talked about before um, is how important these projects are to us. So dream projects being dream projects means that they, they represent something within you represents something that you want to do that you care about a lot uh, that is a part of you and it is a project that is really important to you and it being a project that is really important to you means that we build up the stakes we we say okay I, I really 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 want to do this project and I really want it to turn out well and uh, so yeah we put a lot of weight on actually doing this project and and making it the way we wanted to make it and that means that we start fearing not being able to make it like we want to and that leads us into fear of failure which we also talked about in earlier episodes but I want to talk about it again because I think think fear of failure is one of the very big things and what we, we, we start fearing failure uh, because failure doesn't only mean that, okay, this project didn't work out. When it is a dream project, failure means failing at something that is a part of you, failing at something you want so deeply, failing at having the identity that you do that you want to have. This is why it being important makes all of these things bigger for us. So, um, yeah, we build up what failure means very big. And uh, that means that not failing becomes very, very important to us. And so that means that we start to fear failure a lot in these projects, unfortunately. Another big fear is the fear of judgment. So 
this is the fear of oh well, what will people think will they li- will they like it will they not like it um will they think differently about me for making this project will they believe in it uh, will they understand it will they understand me because it being a dream project again means that if people judge your project they are also judging a part of you that's how it feels to us uh, because they are so so close to us and they are so representative of a part of us that we fear that judgment because creating a dream project and putting it out into the world is um, an act of vulnerability it is an act of exposing yourself exposing a part of yourself that you might never have exposed to the outside world before uh, and that can feel very 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 scary especially if if you feel uh, that w- what others think is something that matters a lot to you um, and this is also why Uh, we tend to fear more what people we know, uh, people that are close to us, what they think, rather than what strangers think. Um, this is this is very common that that people fear putting it out there, not for for some kind of vast majority of people, but for the people who know us and might might see something that they haven't seen before in us and might think that oh. What are you doing? You're doing something I didn't expect from you. And this this is a type of judgment we fear. We fear uh, people not getting it. We fear, fear not feeling seen when we are doing something that are the most honest thing that we can do. And this, again, is something that isn't dangerous on the level that our brains tend to think that they're dangerous. Um but they are a sort of a social, emotional danger. Um, and yeah, it can feel feel very, very big and very real. And connected to this and connected to fear of failure is something that I, w- I would call the fear of going outside of the norm. So this can be your very personal norm, maybe the norm of your family, maybe the norm of your friends group. Uh, but it could also be the norm of society and also the norm of some kind of niche or group that you're a part of. So what we tend to do when we fear failure and when we fear judgment is that we fear doing things wrong. So we fear doing things wrong in that, okay, so I, this it's very important for me to succeed. I don't want to fail. So how how can I do this in the safest way possible? How can I follow all the rules so that I make sure that I don't fail? But also when we fear judgment, we look at, okay, so what is the acceptable way to do this? How can I do this thing and uh, not be judged? How can I follow the rules within this community? Um, And even if I go outside of society's norm or your family's norms, how can I follow the norms within this little sub-community of, of people who are doing similar things? So it can be in itself pursuing a dream project. It can feel like going outside of the norm. It can feel like doing something. Uh, you, you feel like following a path that nobody around you is following and doing things you're not supposed to do. And so... 
that in itself, going into a project, that in itself can feel very scary. And if you're also pushing the boundaries in the sort of sphere that you're in uh, creatively, um, then it can feel even more scary. Or maybe you'll be part of a creative niche and follow their rules. And maybe this project is pushing you outside of that a little bit and breaking those rules. And that can also feel very scary. Okay, so a lot of things can be scary. We have established that. A lot of things can be scary about dream projects. So how do we deal with all of these fears? What do we do with them? How can we manage them when we are when we just want to focus on doing the work and we want to be able to move forward with our dream projects and they mean so much to us? How do we navigate all of these fears that can come up and just be in the way in the project? So the most, most important thing is something uh, I talked about in my last episode, and that is to connect with your joy. So when we are getting in the mindset of fear, and when, when we are thinking about things like failure and um, yeah, all of the, the imagined or real risks that, that come with this kind of project, then we go very much to... Uh, a result we go to a uh, in a perfectionism mindset of okay so I have to make this really really good so that uh, I don't fail people won't judge me because it's so good they just can't can't <laughs> they can't judge it badly because it's so perfect uh, and I'm following all the rules within my niche um, and yeah so, so and then it will be great everything will be fine so this is how we sort of use perfectionism to to calm our fears. Um, and what we need to do is to do quite the opposite. Uh, we need to try to let go of that, grab hold on the outcome that we have and try to control that outcome so, so, so uh, intently. Uh, that's what we do when we get into perfectionism and when we try to avoid all of these things uh, that that we are afraid of. And instead, go back to what about the process of creating this project is it that I love? When do I have fun? When am I in flow? Why am I doing this project? How can I bring more joy into this? And lean into that lean into more experimentation, more softness, more making drafts and letting go of perfectionism. And this is this is not necessarily the thing we think about when we think, okay, so I need to manage my fears. But they work. They this is the thing that has helped me the most when I have been scared and believe me, I have been scared uh, in my creative journey and it's always 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 when I feel like I'm locking up inside, when I feel, start feel rigid uh, and like, oh, there are so many things that I need to 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 do and and uh, it's so much I need to accomplish. Everything I every time I start feeling that tension, just coming back to the joy of the process, that is what helps again and again and again and again, and it's the thing that I see having the biggest difference for my coaching clients and the creators that I work with as well. So that's that's the first thing, the most important thing. But there are more things, of course, to, to be able to dare your project. 
And another thing is to uncover these stories. So when we when we go go into a project and and these things start affecting us, they can often be quite vague and quite sort of uh, we know them but we don't really know them. And so to take some time to uncover these stories can be really, really helpful and can be really illuminating. So sitting down and journaling or talking with someone, getting the help from a coach, something like that, to understand what are these stories about? What is it that you actually are afraid of? And why are you afraid of it? To, To be able to like write this down and to see it on paper, that can that can make them not have as strong of a hold of you as they had before. So try to understand. Try to understand your fear. Try to understand what are your main fears in this project, what makes this project scary for you, and why is that? Um, If you can see if it comes from something, for example, in your life, an experience, that can be really helpful. Just so it, when it comes up, you know, oh, right, this is that fear. You can even name it, things like that. So that you feel c- can feel a little bit more comfortable with it and know, okay, so this is the, that thing again. And start developing how you can manage that particular fear. And when you know your stories, when you have your stories, uh, then you can also write new stories. So if you, for example... Okay, say that you fear failure, for example. Say that you have a story that if I don't manage to um, sell my art, that means that I'm never going to make it as an artist, for example. I'm never going to be able to make art. Um, I, the world is never going to see me as an artist. I'm never going to see myself as an artist. I'm a failure as, at my attempt to be an artist. There's never going to be creativity in my life. That can be a sort of spiral story of fear. So what you can do is that you can rewrite that story and say, okay, so if I don't manage to sell my art this time around, what does that what does that mean? What kind of story is that really when we look at it? What story could that be? Well, okay, so it could be the story of your first attempt ever to sell your art. And you learn a lot in the process and maybe you don't sell as much as you you hoped you could. But you will take that knowledge and take that with you into the future of your, your journey as an artist. And take it as knowledge to, in the future, sell art. So that is a way to counter a fear story with a more realistic and kinder story a more optimistic story. And then when you're starting to spiral, you have another story to go to, something else to to embrace, to see, okay, so yeah, I'm thinking like this, but maybe that's not the whole truth. Maybe there is something else that I, that I can hold on to instead. The next thing to do to dare your dream project is to start healing your relationship with your project and this is a thing that goes into all of these different different things that you can do but I think that is quite common that we at some point get a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with your project and this is something I see 
quite a bit with coaching clients that we sort of sort of fear our projects or we start to feel judged by our projects like um like your project is this this entity that is sort of looking at you and be like oh you're not good enough to create me and um and we get this sort of unhealthy relationship with the project where it's sort of never, we're never good enough for the project and it's always sort of scoffing at us and thinking that, saying that you have to do more and you have to create me faster and, and things like that. Um, and to explore what this relationship looks like and also to explore what you want it to look like and to start uncovering these things and making these things visible, that can help to, to see, okay, so how do I want to relate to my project? You want to be, you want your project to be an ally and you want to be, be an ally of your project. So you want you to be a team and your project and you, you're working together towards this vision and you have fun together and you, you're not putting too much pressure on each other. You're in this ride together. And Fury is somewhere along there as well. Um, but yeah, you're a team. And you do this together. And you don't judge each other. You, you have a strong, healthy, good relationship. Start thinking about how you want that relationship to look. And what you can do to make it be like that. And if it's not that today... How is it now and how can you make it different? Finally, what you can do to dare your project is to accept the things you fear and accept your fear itself. So if you, for example, fear failure, what if you fail? Maybe you do fail. What then? When we fear something something like this, like failure or judgment or or going outside the norm, we build up in our minds that, oh, this is a thing I, I want to avoid desperately. But we never really follow our train of thought all the way. So, okay, so let's say that you put up an Etsy shop with your art and nobody buys. Okay, what then? Okay, you'll feel bad. You'll, you'll feel like a failure for a couple of days. Okay, what then? Yeah, nothing. Nothing, nothing bad really happens. That's the thing. And that's what we have to, to make our brains understand. Because they see this as something big and unknown that uh, we build up very big in our minds. And um, they see it as something that we have to avoid desperately because otherwise we're going to die. Uh, but what we have to retrain and, and make sure our, our brains understand is that we are not going to die. <laughs> yeah, we might feel a little bit bad. That's true. But other than that, very little happens uh, when a credit product doesn't work out as we want it to. For example, if someone judges you, um for at the first i mean most people who would judge a creative project don't do so loudly they silently judge you so you won't even know that they are judging you <laughs> and honestly that's their problem if they are judging it, it's not yours so you don't have to worry about that try to follow these these steps in your mind of like okay so 
what if the worst thing happens? What if the worst thing that I am imagining happen? Okay with it. What do you do then? How would you feel? Okay. And next, what happens next? What we do when we do this is that we start to take the edge off of fear and we start, uh, so fear really likes uh, to to hold the whole agenda and to to blow things out of proportion and they it really likes to, um, to, to be the scary thing that lurks in the dark. So when we, when we put the lights on and actually look at the thing that we're afraid of and actually expose it, it's never as scary as, um, as it looks when we sort of just have it on the edge of our minds and, and this thing that we have to avoid at all costs. So I want to tell a quick little story from my journey. And uh, as you may know, I spent one year of facing my credit fears. That was back in 2016. Uh, and I did this because I realized that I was always trying to avoid fear. And that didn't work because I did fear um, my novel project. I did fear uh, being judged uh, for calling myself a creative, for example. I feared my writing being judged. I wrote, I judged my own writing. <laughs> so there were a lot of fears. And I couldn't... like. Um, make those fears go away. I couldn't just wait until I wasn't scared anymore and then I would create. I realized that I had to be able to be able to make these fears soften and eventually go away or shift. I needed to be able to create and do the things that scared me while being scared. So that's why I spent the year facing my creative fears. The thing about this is that what I did was that I reversed my reaction to fear. So my my automatic initial reaction, which is most of us, most of our reaction is to move away from fear, to to avoid everything that we fear, to to try to figure out a solution on how to do something that how to how to do something while not being scared. And I reversed that to moving towards the things that scared me. And this is a tendency to make fear actually soften in itself. Because what fear wants you to do, the goal of fear, is to make you not do it. That's what your brain is trying to to do. That's why we procrastinate when we're scared of something. Because it's that part of our brains that says, okay, this is unknown, this is might be dangerous, this is risky. Um, and that part of our brains go, okay, this is a bad idea, she should not do that. <laughs> and so what can we do? We make it really scary, so she avoids it. And when we instead say, okay, I'm going to high fear, I hear you, but I'm going to do it anyway. You're allowed to be here but I'm, I'm going to do it. When we say that, fear loses a lot of its power and that can often make it softer. Just that act of saying, I'm going to do it anyway and, and start doing something that scares you. It's, again, it lurks in the dark and when you're turning the light on and starting to do the thing, it tends to soften quite quickly. So 
try to accept that fear is there, fear is going to be along for the ride, it's probably not going to be as big as it is in like the early stages or at specific parts of your journey. But if you keep moving forward and keep being kind to yourself and supporting yourself and and talking a little bit with your fear and saying, yeah, hi, there you are, I see you, I hear you, we're going to do this anyway. We are going to do it calmly and we're going to do it in a way that feels as safe as possible. But we're going to do it anyway. Then it tends to calm down. You tend to calm down. It tends to get easier. So I know that this is not easy. I know that mindset things and fear, these are the kind of things that are sneaky. They... They are very creative. (laughs) They are, even if they don't like creativity, they are very creative themselves, our dear fears. Um, So they can come up with a lot of different ways to, to make you not do something. And this is also why I believe that coaching is so incredibly good and important. And this is yeah, th- this is part of why I am a coach and this is part of why I've been talking about creativity for the last couple of years because I see that this is this is something that is affecting us in our creative journeys so much, uh, especially in times of uh, new things, in times of you know, working on dream projects, in times of change and I know that it's difficult. It's, it's difficult to manage this on your, on your own. It's difficult to understand different parts of this, what actually is going on on your own. And yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely a big part of coaching, just being able to support someone while doing something scary. So yeah, that, that is partly why I do creative coaching. So what are your takeaways here? For the scary parts of working on a dream project? Well, just two things. First of all, be aware of your fears. Try to be in communication with your fears. Try to understand them. Try to rewrite their stories. Try to um, make your relationship with your product better. better. Try to see that, okay, fear can be there along for the ride, um, but it's not going to steer the direction we're going. Just try to be aware of how it's affecting you, what kind of things it's, it's doing with you and how it's influencing your choices. Uh, because these, these are like the most important part um, in that when we start seeing it, it makes it so much easier to deal with. When we start seeing, okay, how it's popping up, how it's affecting your project. The other thing, the other takeaway is to always find your way back home. When fear comes... Go back to yourself, go back to your vision, go back to your why of your project, why it's important to you, why you're doing it, come back to your joy, come back to why this project is something that you really want to do and really enjoy doing and come back to your process. Always come back home. Fear wants us to push us in other direction. It can make us, make us uh, want to change our projects because we fear it not being good enough. 
always when when we're starting to feel distracted by fear come back home come back home to your process this is why habits are really good coming back home to a habit you really love coming back home to to descriptions you have of your project uh, if you've written down your vision coming back to those things so important and so grounding when you're starting to drift in the 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 arms of fear remember i'm gonna assume that you have read harry potter or at least watched the movies movies and remember the bogart so the bogart that is in a wardrobe and it manifests as people's biggest fear and how does the bogart uh, how do we defeat it well we change it to something uh, that is funny and we laugh at it and fear really works like that fear Uh, crumbles when we don't take it as seriously when we don't listen to it and don't take it exactly for what it says that it is and instead embrace joy embrace things that are fun and not as tense and um, perfectionistic as fear but say oh I'm just here to have fun I'm just here to do my thing and you whatever your story you're telling fear I'm not actually going to believe that. So, yeah, if you are navigating fears, uh, just know that you are most certainly not alone. And there are ways for you to deal with it. And you can do it. It's, it's, fear is always changing, it's always shifting, it's always moving. And especially when you start start doing things that are a little bit scary it's not going to be like this forever it's 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 the worst when you're trying to start something or moving into certain steps of something it is going to ease it's going to get better if you just keep moving forward with it so i'm just going to say a couple of words about my new one-to-one coaching package the dream project you can now read more about it on my website. And this is a three-month coaching program, uh, one-to-one, where I work with you on a dream project. And you can be in the very early stages or further along. That doesn't really matter. And what we work on is that we work on grounding you in your creative direction so that you know where you're going, not just in this project, but how this project is part of your creative life direction and your creative identity and make sure everything is aligned with like your creative values and everything like that and, and making sure you're aware of what they are and how they influence your creative project and how you want to make your creative project. We also work on developing your project vision and your understanding of your project. So that's where we get a little bit more practical about, okay, what is this project? What is the idea actually? Uh, we work on idea development. We work on things like uh, your why, both your whole why for your creative life, but also your project. Why, why you're doing this project. We work on things like, okay, what's the f- feeling you want this project to have? How can you channel that? I lend you all my creative skills that I have developed during the years if you need them. Um, so yeah, we get really deep into how you can make your creative project the project that you want it to be. 
We also work on building really good and strong creative processes for this project in particular, but that also spreads into your whole creative life. So we work on what habits you have, we work on planning, we work on um, the pace you're going at, balance, sustainability, and things like that, and making sure that you have a consistent progress uh, with your project while feeling really good in it and having habits that you really enjoy and that that feels like a really good creative life for you. And finally, we do what we have talked about in this episode. We grow a really healthy mindset around your project. We examine these things of fears. We examine perfectionism and procrastination and look at how, what, are, what are the things that are, are brought up in this project and how can we understand them and heal them and build a really good and strong and healthy mindset around your whole creative life and this project in particular. So I am starting to book for this creative, creative coaching package very soon. So if you are curious about it, you can read more about it on my website. I have a link here in the episode notes in the app that you're listening that you can click. So thank you so much for coming along and talking about the murky things of fear and mindset today. And I hope you have a lovely rest of the day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to help more creatives find it, make sure you leave a rating and a review or send it over to a friend. If you want to dive deeper into my work of coaching, guiding, and supporting creatives, head over to my website, elinlove.com. That is E-L-I-N-L-O-O-W.com. And until next time, remember, there is space for you and your creativity.